0: Hey, everyone, it's the Bling Vera podcast for Monday, April 24th, 2023. I'm your host, Bling Vera. We're skipping the we're skipping the Phoenix Chronicles today. We're going to talk about mental health. I know. I know. Change the channel if you want to. Otherwise, turn it up because I hope everyone. First of all, I hope everyone's week is off to a great start because I know mine isn't um, as in is not. It's Monday and last night I acted a fool. I was acting a fool. Was I drunk? Yeah. Was I acting a fool because I was drunk? Mm, sure. Yeah. Was I acting a fool based solely on the alcohol consumption? I think to the lay person, they would say, yeah, they'd be like, yeah, hey, drunk idiot, drunk idiot. that That's what they would say. In my defense, which I don't want. I don't like first. I don't like blaming alcohol. I don't like saying it was because I was drunk. Second, I don't like blaming other other things, too, for my actions and behaviors. I like to blame others. I like to blame everyone else for my actions and behaviors. Not I don't like to take accountability. So when it comes to I'm I'm pretty fond of beer, as you all know. It could have contributed to my behavior, but it wasn't the sole cause of it. And let me explain. I have bipolar. I've, I've been diagnosed twice by medical professionals. Once was years ago, early 2000s, and I'm an old man. Early 2000s, I was diagnosed, but I didn't want to accept it. I think later on, probably in know, 2012 or somewhere around there about 10 years ago, I was diagnosed again with bipolar from a completely different healthcare professional, different state. One was in Arizona, the other one was in Utah. So like, I have bipolar, too. I'm pretty sure bipolar one, bipolar I'm, I'm bipolar. Let's get serious. Um, I don't like it. I don't like to admit it. Um, for me, it was like such as a stigma um, to me, it was like schizophrenia. And uh, they do kind of, well, anyway. Not like schizophrenia. Well, anyway, anyway, anyway. Uh, to me, it was like this just horrible diagnosis. And yet, here I am, like decades later, talking to you about it. Uh, so, yeah, not trying to stigmatize, yet, yeah, talk about stigmas. I'm stigmatizing schizophrenia. But, there's a lot of similarities too with schizophrenia, mania, and being delusional. So, well, yeah, let's start talking about it. Last night, uh, I, I, yesterday, I put in hours around the junkyard, like contributing my time, minding my own freaking business, um, doing good things, like enhancing it, making it look better. There's been some, some thefts a few, a few streets away, and. It's like well, let's put some of these air compressors or let's do like let's put some of the stuff behind the gate now because you, you never know and they're heavy ass pieces of equipment and there's just like scrap metal and all like it's a junkyard so get it secured put it behind the gate close the gate lock it up and yeah, get on there with the rest of your day and shut up and that's what i was doing that's what i was working on doing and so i spent hours Like just doing stuff, like little tasks that were just little tasks. But they all added up over the course of like six to eight hours, right? So, um, oh my gosh, look at the size of that moth. It's huge. Can you hear that? The moth is attacking. No, no lie, Mothra was just here. Like Mothra was inside. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a little bit warm in here, but I spent the entire day being productive and trying to enhance things and make things look better and, and just trying to just alleviate some of the the workload on the junkyard owner. And like, I, there's another one. Get it. Oh, my gosh. <clears throat> yeah, no surprise. These moths are huge. No surprise. I've also been diagnosed with... Attention! hyperactive. or ADHD. Hang on a sec. A little bit. Let me get some moth balls. Those are some big moths, man. So I've been diagnosed with a couple, you know, a couple, a couple mental disorders. Do I take any medication today? No. Why? One, I don't have insurance. Two, I don't want to take pills. Three, I don't have insurance or money. So, yeah, <laughs> just gotta deal with it, you know. And by dealing with it, you have to make an ass out of yourself like once a month. I've told my listeners, my all my fans and listeners tuning in at home. You guys know a week before the full moon, I go cuckoo's nest. I get fruit loopies. I get cuckoo's nest a week before the full moon. People people make fun of me for it. Uh, People don't take me seriously, but I can go back. And, and say like this: This event happened here. This event happened here. This event, and it's like, yeah, coincidentally enough, every single bad thing that happened in my life, or bad decision that happened, that's about a week. It's about a week away from the full moon. <clears throat> I don't know why, but that's just my the luck of the draw, right? Bipolar affects like less than five percent po- of the population, and I, lucky me, right? Like lucky freaking me. Uh, I was watching. I was watching Vice on YouTube about bipolar because I've been into it all day. We call it a manic episode. (laughs) Yeah, I've been researching it. um, Excuse me. And um, like reading about it and listening to it, researching it some more. Like I've put it in the back of my mind and it's been one of those diagnoses that's like, well, yeah, maybe I have it. Maybe I don't. It's like you've got it after last night. My behavior last night, like everyone else in the population would be like, well, he was drunk last night. It's like, but I wasn't though, not, not to, to that extent do I start acting like that or doing stuff like that? I just wasn't, I don't get like that unless it's something else. And the full moon's about 11 days away. Anyway, (laughs) it sucked, man. Uh, Well, I was watching vice. YouTube, and there's two people, a man and a woman, one had bipolar two, one, the other one had bipolar one, and they asked them, like, would, if you could get rid of it, would you, like, if you could live your life without bipolar, would you, and they're like, well, that's a good question, it's like, oh, I have to think about that, and it's like, it's, it's part of my life now, and it's, you know, who I am, and... So I don't know, you know, kind of it, it's who I am. For me, when I, when I heard him ask that question, like, would you get rid of it? I was like, yes. Like, I don't want to live with that anymore. Like, I don't want to live with, but I have to. I have no choice. I have no choice. It's my life. I have to live with it. And it explains so much, but just through my denial over the years of like, well, I don't, I'm not part of that group. I'm not part of that stigmatized, like mental health, like, uh, island of misfit toys I don't have bipolar but it's like yes you do and if you don't start acknowledging it if you don't start like accepting it and talking about it or like just accepting it then you're going to keep running into the same stupid problems and you're going to keep repeating the same stupid behavior that you've been doing like over and over and over for years decades so (laughs) here here we are away from the phoenix chronicles but i think the phoenix chronicles highlight mental my my mental health like the disorder that i have where it's i don't know i'm so stubborn or i'm just i'm right all the time or it's the delusions of grandeur where i think i'm i'm fantastic i'm up for days at a time like i i think i'm being like i'm important but it's like you're a homeless i'm being followed i'm being recruited it's like you're a homeless individual man like no one no one's following you, no one's recruiting you. Um It sucks and it, it it took last night for me to to realize like you have to get a hold of this dude. Like you absolutely have to like start changing your lifestyle. Does the alcohol help? No. Is the alcohol the cause of it? Mm-mm. In my opinion, no. It's not. Do the drugs help? No. Am I still on drugs? No. I'm not. I've, I've, I've had bouts and issues, and I've struggled with a lot of different um, bad habits. I mean, I'm, I'm trying to stop smoking weed, for crying out loud. Like, I, I have stopped smoking weed. I'm not going to smoke weed anymore. Um, just because, like... <clears throat> Like I don't know. I, I just was like, well, I'm gonna quit. I'm just gonna quit smoking. And when I get this idea in my head, like if I if I were to say I'm gonna quit drinking, it would be very difficult. It'd be very tough. But I can promise you, I'm so stubborn and so just like I'm right. I'm gonna stop drinking. Watch, and and then I will. Like, I can, but I I just don't want to right now. And drinking is the only thing that I. It's the only thing I have left. It's all I've got left. When the mountains turn blue, it's as cold as the Rockies. I love Coors Light. You guys know that. So let me get into last night, and then we'll start. I'll start ranting and raving a little bit more. Get attacked by Mothra, some more too. So last night. I spent hours, like, trying to pick things up, just straighten things out. Just, if anything, straighten some stuff out. Put some stuff behind the gate. It's Sunday, gate's closed, no one's coming in today, junkyard, whatever. Um, I'm sitting there with, like, the junkyard dog on my lap. Like, this mean little, this mean little, like, schnauzer junkyard dog. And he bit me. He bit. He's, he's peed. He bit me in the past and I don't like that dog, but I love that little dog. Like I love that little dog, little junkyard dog, little junkyard dog. And so I, I picked him up and he's all growling at me. He's all nipping at me and I had him on my lap. And then like, we were having this moment, like it's there's the sun is setting a long days, like hard work. And I, I was just like, well, I, I deserve, I deserve a 12 pack today. I'm going to go get a 12 pack. And I was just drinking beer with the sunset, the dogs on my lap. I'm not talking to anyone. I'm not doing anything. I'm just sitting there with the dog on my lap, not even drinking a beer. I'd already drank the beer. So there's not even a beer. I don't have a beer in my immediate vicinity at all. The junkyard owner comes out and he's just like, we noticed you're drinking again today. <clears throat> it's just, that's all it took. That's all it took for me to just wig out It's like, Oh yeah. Did you, what else did you notice? And the, I just was like, yeah, well I'm going to go. How about that? I put the dog down. I gent- I didn't kick the dog off. I didn't throw anything. I didn't like storm out. I, I didn't break anything. I didn't even cuss that much. I just said, do you have any cash so I can leave and just like leave from here? Cause I don't want to be here if it's just like judgment after like, like, just let me go. Okay. I'm going to go. Do you have any cash? John Carrera gives me some cash. <laughs> it's like, I'm taking this bike. I'm taking this bicycle. <laughs> and he's like, all right, man. Like, all right. Like you don't have to do that. You don't have to leave. I was just saying, and I was like, yeah, well, after all the work I did today, like, I didn't even say that. I'm just like, yeah, well, it's time for me to go. It wasn't until this morning, the day, the morning after, where I was like, here's what happened. I did a lot of work. He's like, I know, I noticed. And I was like, and then the comment about my drinking, which like the the one thing you notice is my drinking and you don't notice anything. He's like, I know, I know. He's like, he didn't apologize. It was me apologizing to him, but we, there is an understanding today. Well, anyway, anyway, let me me get back to the story. Hang on. Um, excuse me. Oh my gosh. Donkey show. Mm. The moth is right there. The moth is right there. It's listening in moth balls. So he gives me some cash. I pack up all my stuff, which isn't very much, put it all in a bag, I put it over my shoulder, jump on the bike, bicycle and start pedaling off into the sunset (laughs) and wouldn't you know it the weight is like not balanced the um the bags that i have the giant bags of like like sleeping bags and, and and ski coats they're not balanced so what happens about half a mile down the road i rack, i rack, and i laughed it off i'm gonna be sore tomorrow probably this happened last night, but I'm, I'm probably going to be pretty sore tomorrow. My knee's already bruised up. Um, like, my neck and kind of shoulders are, are um, starting to get sore now. My hand hurts a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, just ruining my body. Um, I wrecked. I laughed it off. I get to the gas station about a half a mile down the road. Lo and behold, the police show up. And we got a couple calls, and I just said, go away. And he's like, all right, that works for me. And he, he, he went away. Miracle, right? I was like, oh, good new freaking finally. We got a couple calls, a guy wrecked on his bike. Like, I'm fine, I think, mostly. I can kind of walk, hobbling around. So, like, he maybe me welfare, whatever, welfare check. I was just sitting there eating chips and popcorn, like barbecue chips and popcorn. And a Mickey's. 40 ounce, 40, a 40 of Mickey's too. a <clears throat> 40 of Mickey's open right there. But I was like, just, I said, I said, leave me alone. No, I said, go away. I said, go away. That's all I said to the police yesterday. And he goes, all right, that works for me. And he just went away. And I was just like, thank you. Final freaking finally. Um, but I realized at that point as, uh, drunk as I, what, you know, wasn't really, I wasn't that drunk. I was working on it. I was trying to get drunk at that point, the Mickey, the 40 ounce of Mickey's. Um, I realized at that point I'm a half a mile away from the junkyard. The cops are already here asking me questions like I've already wrecked once. The bags are heavy. This isn't going to work. Like, where am I going to ride the bike to the bus state, the bus stop, get more police for some reason, wreck again. I don't have a light. I don't have a blinky light. Like I can't go any farther than this at this point right here. And so I got to go back. What, what do I do in my brilliance? Well, I'll just leave all my stuff in, in my bags right there behind the gas station. I'll ride the bike back to the junkyard and that's what i did and it wasn't like it wasn't a drunken stupor at all i was just like yeah i'll just ride the bike back to the junkyard leave my stuff back here i had my passport on me and i and that's what happened um it must have been like 7 p.m. it must have been like right on 7 p.m. at that point and i wake up in the back of the rv um kind of like confused. And I was like, okay, I came back like, cool. All right. Where's the bike at? Oh, the bikes right there. And I was like, well, where's my stuff? And so I go over like, well, my passport's right here, but where's the rest of my stuff? And it's like, I left it all the gas station. Like I left all of my belongings at behind the gas station, two duffel bags. I can't ride the bike because it's dark out. I didn't even know what time it was. And I just start walking. About half a mile. I walked there. My body's kind of sore. I'm like, yeah, okay. I wrecked and stuff and whatever. It's fine. I get to the gas station, go inside. I didn't even look at my stuff was there at that point yet. I just went inside the gas station, got two Gatorades, asked the cashier. I said, what time is it? He's like, it's 1 a.m." 8 Thank you. Pay for the Gatorades, walk out, go behind the gas station. Lo and behold, My stuff is still there untouched because no one wants to steal a homeless person's belongings um and there is there was not the best laptop but you know this crappy laptop in there with the charger and some pro boots but no one wants to steal a homeless person's belongings so i i hoist one duffel bag over my shoulder hoist the other one over my shoulder and then I was like, "This hurts! Like my arms hurt, my hands hurt. I wrecked on the bike. My knee hurts." It was a long half mile back, <laughs> but I made it. And um, I, I, I couldn't go back to sleep. I must have got back at like 1:30 or two. Just say 2.00 a.m. Um, I get back at 2.00 a.m. and like I, I can't go back to sleep. And all I'm just doing is just railing. And I don't think the junkyard owner could hear me. I don't even think he knew I was back, um, in the RV, but, uh, I was just like, "I, I do all this stuff around here for the entire day and they don't even care. They don't even notice all they notice. All they care about is, Hey, you drink it again, huh? So like just a little thing set me off and I was just so ticked. And I was like, I'm so done with this place. I'm so out of here. I'm going to leave here and blah, 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 blah. But like in the back of my mind, there was still like this, like my, my conscience was like, let's not do what you did last time. Let's not get homeless in Phoenix again. Cause that was not fun. That was bad. It's like, yeah, we'll take things a little bit slower this time around. Try to be a little bit more methodical, but I'm not staying here for another day. Still here, another day later, still here. Um, Must have been like five o'clock, six o'clock in the morning, this this morning. And I was like, well, let's go knock on the trailer, let's, you know, ring the doorbell. And so I did. And I said, hey, man, I need to use the bathroom and stuff. Um, I'm having a panic attack. And I was, in fact, having a panic attack, like a really bad one. I know I talked about panic attacks in the last episode, which might have not have been the best idea because maybe it it made it planted a seed. Saltine. Where'd that moth go? Um, but I asked him for like some orange juice and he gave me some. And I said, I'm panicking. I, I'm really, really nervous and panicky. And I can't really um, function right now. Um, he's like, Well, go lie down over there and try and relax, can you? And I was like, I, I can, I'll try. I'll try. So I went to the bathroom. I, I was lying down on this little like day bed kind of thing. And, um, I I think I dozed off for a little bit, but it, I was like hyperventilating chest hurts, um, high, like my, my heart is beating a lot faster, um, feverish or, um, warm, like hot and cold flashes, but mostly hot flashes, hot and bothering, It, 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 it was not fun. And the, the best part of it, or at least the, the icing on the cake or, or just the, the silver lining of everything was the junkyard owner wasn't getting after me about the night before. He was very understanding, like, and very sympathetic. And I wasn't blaming the alcohol. I was telling him I was having a panic attack. I said, I'm back. Like, the, I didn't even tell him about the police. Um, but I was like, I'm panicking. Like, I'm freaking out. And he was very sympathetic like even more so sympathetic than when I had was stung by the scorpions, which in my opinion was a little bit more severe and urgent, but he didn't really seem to care about that at all. This one, he was just like, go lie down, take it easy, try and relax. Like this time he was trying to, to like, like get me to calm down the scorpions. He's like, I don't need to see him. Eh, Yeah. Go to sleep. I don't even need to see him got stung by a scorpion what's a black widow what if it's a bummer cruise? god go to sleep (laughs) that's how that worked out this time it was lie down try and relax okay just just try and relax but maybe he could just tell by the way i was walking by the way i was acting with like just nervous and shaky and and like trembling like tremors and stuff Uh, what a horrible morning like what a horrible morning! But I was so grateful because he didn't bring up last night at all. He wasn't like, "We, well, yeah, I, well, I thought you were leaving then, huh?" What happened to the money I gave you? Would you buy it? Would you go buy some more? Would you go buy some more booze? It, it, it wasn't even like that. It was this this nice understanding, just sympathetic, um, even empathetic, maybe. Like like he he doesn't have panic attacks that I know of. he's told me about, but like he seemed concerned a little bit and um the morning continued i took a shower and then i was outside the rest of the day or, or most of the morning and he's like hey bling i'm going to home depot do you want to come with me And i was like yeah and at that point like i i, I was kind of going over the night previous I'm with 10 minutes okay no, no, well Well, spare, Spanish spare copy. Harry, the spare, Spanish spare copy of spare. So, I don't want to blame the alcohol, but in the back of my mind, I'm like, that behavior last night was so abnormal. It was so over the top and stupid. It was so dramatic and just stupid. Like, it wasn't because you were drunk. It was not because you were drunk i wish like yeah i guess i had too many beers i guess i drank too much you know like if it was that if it it was that simple yeah let's go with that man but i knew it wasn't that simple and i think he did too and so we were driving to home depot and i was like look man i got bipolar i've been diagnosed with bipolar and he's like really I was like, yeah, I've been diagnosed twice. He's like, really? Like, yeah. And so last night was like like an episode. What you saw last night and like remnants of this morning, a few hours ago, like that was a bipolar, like I was having an episode of just like this, like lashing out, like you said the wrong thing. I wasn't violent, but I was like just really mean and short and sharp tongued, and like <clears throat> like just like drama like just I don't know but it wasn't fair for him but it like at the same time it's not fair for me either and everyone out there listening to podcast land like, well life's not fair so get used to it it's not fair man and if I could I wish I could get rid of it and it's gone on for way too long and it's 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 gone on to where I, I've I'm not bipolar i'm not bipolar i'm not a manic depressive toting around my own cloud uh, start crying <clears throat> that was like on my own like those lyrics were on my mind all morning say what you will about jesse from brand new say whatever you will about him as, as a person but the song can't get it out like I'm not a manic depressive toting around my own cloud, like, I, but I am, I am a manic depressive toting around my own cloud. And anyway, I was telling him about this on the way to home Depot and he was like, okay, I'm like, yeah, we'll like consider it a lesson learned and like, we'll whatever, like we'll work it out. Like, we'll, we'll see what happens. And, just stay outside. (laughs) It's just like, stay outside. Don't, um, draw any attention to yourself and then, um, yeah, we'll see what happens. And so if anything, this episode is something that I needed to talk about for a while because I have bipolar. I'm, I'm bipolar. I have had it for years. I've, tried to deny it. I've tried to pretend like I don't have it. I've tried to pretend like I've been misdiagnosed with it, but I have it. And I've been properly diagnosed with it. I I probably should start taking some medication. and, And to be honest, in Salt Lake City, I have some, um, like antipsychotics, quetiapine. Um, and then also, some. I think some lithium or orotate, some lithium orotate. So I, I've been taking steps in Salt Lake City, but it wasn't until I got marooned here. No insurance, no like network, no support system to where it's like, yeah, you're homeless again. And you lash out and you do these dumb stuff, like these dumb things, like these dumb actions that people are just like, yeah, well, he gets drunk all the time and just acts like acts a fool. He gets drunk and he's an idiot. It's like I was there with the dog on my lap like enjoying the sunset it was just one something said someone said the wrong thing it was very mild too they said the wrong mild thing and it just was like that's it i'm done i'm out of here give me some cash like give me give me what i deserve let's go i'm gone but phoenix is very unforgiving and the police were (laughs) half a mile down the road there's the police already we got a couple calls i just like leave me alone Go away. I said, go away. Go away. (laughs) All right, that works for me. I was like, yeah, finally. Good cop, bad cop. There's a good cop right there. Hey, man, we got a couple calls of uh, someone wrecked on a bike or driving erratically. I'm sure that's what he's going to say. He's going to beat my ass probably after that and take me to jail. But it's a good thing I said, go away and you actually freaking went away and that's the positive part of this story said the police the positive part of the police no but if 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 you've been in the same situation or similar situation to where you know it wasn't the alcohol you know it wasn't like a substance it, it might have contributed to your behavior but it wasn't the cause of it necessarily um and you keep doing the same stupid behavior like that's You, you should just admit it to yourself, um, look, see a a medical professional, like see a professional, but if you've been diagnosed and you've been just like not accepting it or like I have like in the back of your mind or just putting it off and just pretending like you're not like, (laughs) you're only going to run into problems, man. Um, you're only you the same behaviors are going to keep repeating and i'm look like i'm no example but besides this like besides admitting to myself and my audience like yeah this is an issue for me here and i need to cut back on the drinking i need to cut back on like hot dogs and nitrates and, and things that like processed meat and and like things that might contribute to like a triggering or, um, yeah, a, a, an episode, a depressive or a manic episode or something like I, I need to try and figure it out. And on top of that, I need to be honest with people around me so that they know, it, which isn't easy, but that they know he's just he's having an episode. We'll talk about it tomorrow. Right. It's not always that easy because like once emotions are involved, especially with like very, very over the top emotions, it's not, it's not that simple. At the same time, it is because he was so understanding with me today. He could tell I was ashamed, but he could tell I wasn't drunk. And, and so like, there's a, like, there's the answer. He, he's got, he's bipolar and we'll work on it. Like once, once people know that you have this problem and this issue, this mental health disorder, then it, it, the communication that you open up, um, your know, family, co-workers, friends, like if you trust them and, and they can, um, well, whatever, you trust them, then be honest with them and, and communicate with them and be honest with yourself because I've lied to myself for years now, for years. I don't have it. It doesn't affect me. It's not last night. Yes, I have it. It affects me. My audience knows, you know. Am I going to delete this episode? Nope, not this one. So if you think that you have bipolar, if you've been diagnosed with bipolar and you want a second opinion, go get a second opinion, but like there's a good chance if you've been diagnosed that you have it and like take care of yourself and just be aware and let others know, communicate with others, your loved ones, communicate with them, let them know so it's not a surprise and it's not a shock. They'll blame alcohol. They'll blame your behavior on something else at the time, if that's the case. But there's a bunch of contributing factors. But it, at the core of it, it's it's probably your bipolar. And the sooner you accept it, the more you, you communicate, probably, like, yeah, the better it gets. So, anyway, totally, friends. You guys are cool. Thanks so much for listening. Yeah, it's cool. It's good look